Welcome back, everybody. This is the Provoke Total Fitness Podcast. I'm Matthew. Walter. And today we are going to be talking about getting back into routine. So uh, if you're in Ontario, you probably know that Doug Ford, our premier, is talking about an action plan to reopen the economy and reopening basically the province. So we thought it'd be a great idea today to actually talk about how you can get back into the routine of things so you're not blindsided when everything opens back up again and you only have two days to prepare yourself getting back into the swing of work, the gym, whatever it is. So, what's your thoughts on that anyways? Hmm? What are your thoughts on that anyways? Do you think it's well, going too fast? Or? I, think it, I think in some places it's going a little fast and I think it depends on what you do for a living. Um, you know, uh, watching watching the news there was a, a hairdresser and I, I was a hairdresser in the past so i have an idea of what the salon system is like um a hairdresser who has used the time that she's been off to put granite countertops into her salon and do all these things so it can be cleaned perfectly not everybody has the time or the money to do that sort of thing but um the need to take people's temperatures, the need to social distance within the business and all those things are, are difficulties that we're all going to have to face. Whether your office says you come in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you come in Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and people's desks are, are split apart, um, a lot of things are going to change in that respect. I, I don't think we can put people together the way that we did. And I don't think restaurants or any other business can be placed that way. No. So in order to we're all going to be on flex time, I think. That's just my yeah. opinion. Um, yeah, but, uh, it makes sense. I think, yeah. Well, it's like what you said. Like with gyms, I think it's going to come down to you have to book a session, a session like your one hour on uh, that you can go into the gym and do your workout. And you know, yeah, you have twenty people in the gym if it's a bigger size gym at the time, and that's it. You can't come at any other time, kind of thing. It might go that way. Uh, it's like what you said, right? You might just have to go to work Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You might just have to work from home and then go in once a week. I don't think restaurants are going to be opening back up for sit-down meals anytime soon. Same with clubs and bars and stuff like that. I don't think they're they're opening up anytime soon. But I don't see how they can. On the other hand, know that the difficulty is there. Um, my favorite little restaurant around the corner, great food, you know. But if they get two people ordering out on an evening they call it a success and that's not enough to keep their doors open well exactly right how do you how are they going to deal with that and it's a small place so as at the best of times they maybe have 20 people in the place yeah get rid of half those people for social distancing and you're you know what is going to happen to their business and i know we've got financial incentives going on but that may not be enough for some it, well, this is it. Like one in ten restaurants already shut down completely. Like not just shut down their doors; they shut down completely. Um, so, and it's it could just get worse, unfortunately. Um, as much as the government's helping out with what they can do, a lot of these businesses already had more debt than they could even, you know, afford to pay with what they were making. Now they may only be making like seventy-five percent, or they might have a tax break, or sorry, a break on their rent or something. A lot of these places, it's not enough, right? No. I mean, the profit margins are small as it is. Yeah. In the salon industry, the, the profit margin is around 5%. Yeah. 
or whatever you pay for your haircuts and whatever, 5% after the rent and everything is paid. So if you then take away half that, are those people going to be able to survive? Yeah, exactly. Process. However, once we get started, at least we've got a chance to start building from that. Exactly. So I'm looking at, at moving forward, um, getting back into the routine of things is important because the routine is going to be disjointed as it is. Mm-hmm. So how do we then deal with that? You know? Yeah. Uh, and this is it. You right now, nobody's on their same routine. I mean, my like for my regular routine, a regular day when I was working or going to the gym, it was wake up at four thirty, five o'clock, and I would basically go all day, train clients, work out, to work, eat exactly when I needed to eat. Excuse me, all these other things, right? I'm not forcing myself to wake up at four a.m. or five a.m. And it's not—it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to do that to myself because I know I have the ability to actually sleep in. So I'm going to use that time to actually sleep in and just kind of rest and recover. Some people, they enjoy waking up that early. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. It's just for me right now, there's not enough to do during the day um, that I find waking up two, three hours earlier is actually going to change anything, right? So I'd rather get some extra rest, stay healthier, make sure I'm getting enough sleep because that was a big issue. I never got enough sleep when I was working. So now I'm forcing myself to get enough sleep. I feel great. I wake up and I kind of just go about my day. And then, you know, I have ideas planned. Like I I know I'm going to work out. I know I'm going to work on my music. I know I'm going to work on filming YouTube videos, stuff like that. But it's not like, it's not one o'clock. I have uh, I have to work out. Two o'clock is when I will film a video. Three o'clock is when I eat. Right? It's just I go about my day how I kind of want to go about it. And the problem with that is when we get because of our industry, and I feel a lot of people feel the same. When we get back into the routine of having to wake up at five a.m., having to be at the gym at six a.m., having to train three clients, then eat for fifteen minutes, then train another two or three clients, then work out and then eat, and then continue our day that way, it's going to be a big culture shock. We're going to be pretty tired. We're going to be pretty exhausted. Um, it's going to be a lot to take on if you're just going from, I'm staying up till 2 to 3 every night watching Netflix. I'll wake up at 10, 11, 12, versus, okay, I'm going to bed at 11 every night. I wake up at 5, and then I go until 9 o'clock. Right? So the problem with that is, how do you get back to routine or how do you get back to enough of a routine so you don't culturally shock yourself basically having to go back into everything when everything eventually will reopen yeah. and so i remember when i was a kid my dad was on uh, shift work right he worked in a factory and uh so he would be two weeks of nights two weeks of days where he started it like seven in the morning, two weeks of, of evenings, right? And it would be constantly switching. And he was always a mess for the beginning of that. Now, if you consider that we may be going back to work one day on, one day off, so that the other half of the staff can have one day on, one day off. Um, if you get up at four o'clock in the morning on Monday, but then on Tuesday you sleep in until 10 and stay up until three, how are you going to get up the next morning? You have to find a way and be able to stabilize yourself 
so no matter what's happening with the schedule, you're still on track, getting enough rest. Otherwise, you're going to be a mess during the workday anyway. You know? And um, I think for us, the work is going to include disinfection in between clients. You know, Probably. Any equipment we use is going to have to be cleaned up again. Um, and that's going to take more time. Yeah. Uh, so that other change to the routine is going to be wreak havoc at first. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And again, like, for us, it might be different because not everybody's going to jump right back into the gym. I know a few of my clients that will take a little bit longer to actually come back. For most people that are working like a nine to five, eight to six, whatever it is, I mean, you have to go right at eight o'clock and you have to leave at six. There's no, okay, you have a client at 6 a.m., but now you have a two hour break where you can kind of relax, stretch, chill out, do some other work. Like you guys will go right back to the 8 a.m. grinds, right till six o'clock, and you get what three breaks? It's like a 15 minute, an hour lunch, 15 minutes, something like that. And it's going to be tough because if you aren't doing that now, even if you're working at home right now, I am 99% sure that most people that are working from home are not doing an eight to six. They probably will log on to the computer at eight. They'll make their coffee. They'll make their breakfast. They'll check to make sure they're not getting any emails to make sure their bosses are, you know, you know, they, so they see that their bosses are actually doing work and all that stuff. They probably do a little bit of work. Then they'll take a bit longer than an hour for lunch. Again, they'll make more coffee, do whatever. And then, oh, it's four o'clock. I think I'm going to log off now. I'll keep my email online or I'll keep my status online. So if anything comes through, then people will know they can reach me. But I'll leave at four o'clock and I'll just relax the rest of the night. Yeah. Probably 99% of the people are doing that right now. Now, if you're getting right back into, oh, shit, I just did that yesterday, but now I have to go into eight to six, I'm going to be tired. And I mean, how many people do you know that get those midday lulls of two o'clock to three o'clock or 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. where they're just exhausted? All of my clients that I train, they always came to me at the start saying, I'm so exhausted between 10 and 11, like I can barely keep my eyes open. I always get peckish at two to three. I always want to eat, but then I get really tired and it just is like a lazy day and I just can't continue working. But then I get like this burst of energy for the last hour of the day. It sounds like a carb uh, insulin cycle to me. Basically. What are they snacking on? Well, exactly. It's usually chocolate. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. It's like now you have the ability, if you feel like a 20 minute nap, you could probably take a 20 minute nap. If you... Go back to work and you take a nap at your desk oh you're fired yeah. so it's time to start sorting out the routine in terms of getting back on track with diet which is probably the easiest thing you can do as of right now is getting back on track with the workout routines if you were doing workouts and how to be more productive throughout your day so you can actually slowly get back into the swing of things even though you're not waking up super early or going to bed super late whatever it is right so, diet. What's the easiest way to get back into the routine of diet? Set a time, preset the meal, eat what you preset. Mm -hmm. um, easiest? No, but that's the one that works. Exactly. Uh, I don't see any other way to do it. Uh, if you're, 
I mean, right now, I am not holding to five meals a day. I'm not alone. Right. And I prepare meals according to our time frames, not just mine, because I don't want to eat by myself for five meals a day. Right. Um, but, you know, to just get up from the, the desk and go and open the fridge every time you feel a little peckish and eating something every time you feel a little peckish. That should stop at this point. Yeah. You know, if it's not 3.30 when you're supposed to have your almonds, then don't have anything. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I would suggest at this point. Yeah. The other thing is the, the thing I always start off telling clients to do when I tell them to change their diet is the first week is track your water intake and make sure you're getting in enough water. Most likely, a lot of people right now are not getting in enough water. I can tell you for a fact, I'm not getting in enough water or what I'm used to. I'm getting in enough, but not what I'm used to because I'm not expending enough energy as what I'm usually used to. So I'm probably, there you go. I'm probably only getting six liters of water a day now which sounds like a lot to most people, but keep in mind when I'm on my feet 12 hours a day, I'm usually going through about eight to nine liters. Yes, I wake up probably two to three times a night to go to the bathroom, but you know, it's just the routine I'm used to. So Sounds if that's the case, <laughs> so if that's the case, I mean, it do exactly what Walter just did. And if you're just listening to the podcast on Spotify, all he did was he has a glass of water beside him. He drinks it when he's thirsty. And he'll fill it up when he's done the glass and he'll continue that through the day. If you're working on your computer, just get a liter water bottle, 500 milliliter water bottle, mark it every hour. So you can put little marks on it with Sharpie and just do 9 a.m., finish this line, 10 a.m., finish this line, 11 a.m., finish this line. Then you just go through that for the whole day trying to get three to four liters of water. Um, so for women, the amount of water you need is about three, uh, sorry, 2.7 to 3.1. Men need about 3.7 to 4.1. Again, that depends on your activity level and your weight and body fat and height and all that, but that's the general idea. Eight glasses of water. So that's a great way of getting back on routine of diet because if you drink and you're hydrated, you won't feel as hungry. And what Walter said, you need to preset your meals. It does take a little bit of time, yes, but if you have time now to figure out a great routine that works for you and when to prep your meals, how to prep your meals fast, what meals you enjoy eating, what meals you don't, so you can actually pick and choose, you have up until possibly June is when they might reopen some stuff. You have possibly another month to experiment with what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you enjoy eating, what you don't enjoy eating. Um, if it works in your time frame, if it works for your meal prep, uh, easiness, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, the first few weeks of, of, of the uh, lockdown, I was getting up between 9.30 and 11 o'clock every day. And, and mm. it, it just was not viable. Um, and I felt sluggish and, and horrible about it. Um, once I started setting the alarm again for 7, not my usual four o'clock, but seven o'clock. That's a normal, decent time. I don't yeah. have to. Um, and getting up, having a coffee and getting out the door for my walk, um, everything changed. My moods are better. Um, and I think that moving forward, if you don't have that kind of setup already going, you are going to face issues and stress will go up trying yeah. to fit it in. So why not yeah. just pretend that for the time being, 
work is starting next week. It's, it's Monday the day? Monday. Yes. Okay, it started this week. Uh, and uh, I'm going to pretend I'm going to work every day. I'm going to get up at a reasonable time, have a reasonable breakfast, and, you know, if you can get out the door, great. If you can't, at least make an effort to get some kind of physical activity in so that you're feeling like your day has begun and mm -hmm. then take it from there. Knowing that you have to get up at 7 o'clock, you might not stay up until 2 o'clock watching Netflix. Exactly. I don't yeah. want to make Netflix the bad guy. There's a lot of other streaming services. There's a lot of bad. Well, there's more vices, too, that I know people are using uh, to stay up and make themselves feel better, right? Yeah. But... Uh, it, yeah, it's what Walter said. Physical activity is one of the best ways of actually waking your body up. Um, I've started doing some mobility work in the morning. Five. This is the thing that I would always try to set time uh, time aside for, but I was just too lazy to actually do it. It takes five minutes. You get a yoga mat. You don't even need a yoga mat. You just need your body and you need to move and stretch. There's five minute, 10 minute, 30 minute videos of yoga, of static stretching, of foam rolling all on YouTube, you would literally have hundreds of thousands of videos just at your disposal that, you know, you don't have to do like what we talked about last week. You don't have to do these two hour wake up workouts. You can do five minutes, get your body moving and you'll feel a lot better. You'll feel more awake. Then you can slowly start your day from there. But at least you woke up at a time that is reasonable. And now you can actually plan your day better and you can actually go about your day with more productivity. Absolutely. Which leads into number two, which is the workouts. Um, so I'll put my experience. So my workout routine is all over the place right now because, uh, as you know, and I think I talked about it before, uh, I have a family friends that like once or twice a week, I'm actually able to go to his garage and use his gym when uh, he's working, which is amazing. So it's not it, like it's just, you know, dumbbells. It's nothing special, but it's more than what I have here. So I know days that I am not working out there, my workouts will be first thing in the morning. I eat breakfast and then I need go right into the workout. I don't shower, I just go right into it. And I can actually plan my workout really well that way because it goes straight into what I'm expecting. That made sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so if I wanna wake up at seven, my workout will be at eight. And I know that because I'm not waiting for him or my family friend to say, hey, you can come by and use the gym at 3 p.m. today, right? And it's always the day of. It's always the day of that he'll tell me. So on like Tuesday, for example, tomorrow, I am actually going to go work out. And I know he works in the morning, so I'll probably be going in the morning. But I'm not sure if it's at 10 a.m. I'm not sure if that's at 8 a.m. It could be at 1 p.m. I don't know. And that is kind of screwed up my days because you know, I would be working on something or I would, I want to work on something, but I push that aside because the anxiety of if I start, I don't want to stop. And the workout's more important to me right now. So I'm going to focus on that and just make sure I'm ready to go whenever he tells me. So how can you get out of that routine? Like, cause I know you were kind of in that headspace. I don't know. I, I, it, my biggest issue was, was I, I had a hard time with 
making myself do it without weights. It always seemed like I could wait another 10 minutes. I could wait another 10 minutes. Oh, look, Prime Minister's on talking. Oh, okay, blah, blah, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. once you get in and loop, you're doomed, you know. Um, it's hard to climb out of that well. Um, now, I mean, what basically happens is I get up at 7, I'm out of the house by 8, I'm back in the house by 10, quarter after 10 from my walk. I allow myself to eat something then, and then I go down to the basement and I start my workout. And I am now, again, very structured in the way that I'm doing it. So Monday is one thing, Tuesday is another thing, Wednesday is another, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Pretty repetitious, pretty much the kind of stuff that we were doing before. Right. Uh, now, it's more difficult in that I now have adjustable dumbbells and adjustable kettlebell and some bands and some, some table work that I can do. Um, but I don't have a bench. So everything's on the floor, uh, on a hassock, on a chair in the middle of my basement. And if I want to do anything that involves putting my hands up over my head, excuse me, I have to leave and go upstairs because the ceiling is a little low in my basement for any kind of overhead reach, um, unless I'm seated. Um, but it has improved a great deal in that respect, that I have the schedule set up now, and I can deal with it. Um, so, and I, I would highly recommend, you know, there are still a lot of bodyweight workouts that can be done. Um, and you can still set it up so it's another Monday is chest and boxer, Tuesday is whatever, um, and, and do that sort of thing um, using those. Uh, YouTube is, is filled with it. Um, you know, look up workouts that, that use body weight. And I mean, YouTube, Instagram now is, is filled with people offering their services. Literally, well. I, I... You know, so I think that can help you offering your, your way of yeah, doing it helps. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah, and that's what I started realizing slowly is, you know, because I'm so off routine, I was just like, it's what you said, I can push it 10 minutes, I can push it 10 minutes, I can push it 10 minutes, unless this person tells me I can use their garage, and I'm like, okay, I got to go now. When it's at home and stuff like that, I have to set it up so it's a regular day for me. If my regular day would dictate I work out at 7 a.m., I work out at 7 a.m. If, you know, for me, Mondays were usually 8 8.30 was when I was able to actually work out. So that's what I did this morning. I worked out at uh, 9, really. But I woke up at, I, uh, I ended up working out at 9 because uh, I woke up a little later. But if you work out typically after work, if you work out at 5.30, then you should stick to that time at 5.30. Because again, trying to go back into the gym, excuse me, uh, trying to get them back into the routine of things, if you were right now just doing your work and you have an hour break during the day. So you decide to work out during the day and then you go back to work and then you finish off the night with Netflix. It's going to be a bit of a shock when you go, okay, I have to work nine to five. Um, now I have to go to the gym and now, Oh, I'm too tired because I actually have to work a full day now kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be helpful if you guys were already on a routine of nine to five, five thirties when I work out, get home at seven, eat, shower, watch some Netflix, maybe do a little extra work, then go to bed at 11 o'clock. 
maybe you should start trying to get back into routine of doing something similar to that because that will help you a lot more in the long run when actually things open back up again and you're you have the ability to uh, actually go to the gym and diet properly and all that sort of stuff exactly and then productivity is our last point of topic for today and this is something people have been struggling with everywhere uh, myself included because I feel like I can't be productive enough even though some days I'm being really productive. I still feel like I'm not being productive enough because I'm not actually going out to go to work. I'm not meeting people, meeting clients, doing the things that I'm used to doing, which I classified as productive. But now my productivity is shifted into a different mindset of, okay, I virtually trained a client. Uh, I worked on music for two hours. I recorded three YouTube videos today. I edited one of them, sort of thing, right? So I feel a lot of people right now are using the excuse of, and you see it all over Instagram, is there's a pandemic going on. Just chill out. Just watch Netflix. Don't even worry about working out. Don't worry about dieting. This is a stressful time. Don't worry about being productive. Yes, to an extent, like you don't have to have every waking moment be productive, but it's still in your best interest to at least have five minutes a day of you trying to be productive in whatever capacity that means to you. Right. And I think getting back into the routine of things will help tremendously uh, with that and actually getting back into uh, your productivity and all that sort of stuff and making progress. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's too easy to, to let it slip. And I, I, it, I don't want to, there's shaming going on as well, mm-hmm. or a lack of productivity during the pandemic. Um, and there's shaming going on for uh, too much productivity during the pandemic. And I think, you know, hit the middle road, but do something that's going to help you to grow um, and to feel satisfied with your time. Um, there's a book that I, I've, I've dealt with in the past uh, called The Artist's Way that, that deals with working on opening yourself up to more artistic endeavors. And basically, it just starts off with uh, journaling to yourself for 10 minutes every, every day. Um, and I, I think that that's something that can work quite well as well. It's We have the time to work on something that's not our job. Okay? Yeah. Um, you are working on your music, and it's technically not your job. It's a direction artistically where you want to go in the future. Um, so why not take the time that we've got to pursue something that's a little off the beaten track for you? Um, I think, yes, it's good to say, I'm going to do my workout, and I'm going to eat better and do all that. And I have a paper on my kitchen counter that says, what are you doing right now? What are you doing today? This is my list for the things I have to accomplish in the day. But there's also got to be a certain amount of time just for rumination about what I would like to do. Right. How to grow in, a, in another direction as well. Um, I mean, I've got several ideas for books. Well, they're not going to write themselves. I need to send, sit down and work on them to see what can happen. 
but I also want to be able to explore other possibilities, um, take a course, that sort of thing. Um, and it doesn't have to be, I'm going to take a course, so I'm going to spend four hours a day working on this course. You're not going to get a D during the pandemic. Um, but if you want to take something that just says, oh, look, here's another thing that's interesting. I'm going to look at it. Um, yeah. I think that can help you grow as a person as well and keep you not hypnotized by the tube in front of you. Not spending the entire day on TikTok going flip, 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 uh, you know, as I can do. I can fall into that, that I'm on Facebook, oh, now I'm going to go on Instagram, oh, now I'm going to go on TikTok, now I'm going to go back up to Facebook, now I'm going to go and just keep flicking through. What has changed? Nothing has changed. It's like opening the fridge and expecting different food. Yeah. You know? it's, it's not worth your while. It's not doing anything for you particularly. Um, yeah. yeah. Check out my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I think use the time. Get back into control of your life. But allow yourself play time mm -hmm. as well. I think when people hear productivity, they refer to that in some sorts of making money or like success, right? Yeah. Or, I think or wash the dishes, wash the, clean out your closets, yeah. you know, paint your house. Yeah, there has to be something accomplished with productivity. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense because that's the whole meaning of the word, but. I think it's like what you said, being productive, it doesn't have to focus on monetary gain or financial gain, whatever, which I refer, like when I think of productivity, I'm like, okay, I need to be productive so I can figure out how to make more money or how to uh, get more clients or how I can make music better so I can end up getting onto the main stage at Velt or some shit like that, right? Where the, the idea with productivity, I think, should just be... I am making progress in some capacity and that is what it needs to be defined as. Yeah. Right. You can't just sit four hours a day and force your, I mean, you can, because that's how you do grow is you force yourself to learn something. But at some point I'll read a book and I'll get to the point of like an hour in where I'm reading the same page five times over, still not comprehending a single word on that page because I'm just brain dead at that point. Cause I've, I've, I'm not the type of person to stare at a book and just learn from it for an hour straight. I need to break. I need to do something differently. I need to do more hands-on, uh, more comprehensive work, something like that, right? That's my way of learning. So when it comes to productivity in terms of like clients, well, I'll give you an example. Uh, a, a gentleman that I work with um, at, the, uh, at the club, and you know him well, he's... Uh, He's pretty big on Instagram. He has just gone, his words, he's gone completely, completely OCD in the fact that he is almost on a competition prep diet. He's working out two to three times a day. He cuts uh, dog's hair. Like he has clients where he cuts and trims dog's hair and grooms them. He has one client a day for that. He has five to six virtual clients between 30 minutes and an hour a day. And now he's working on a website uh, to grow his business so he can open up a zoom class that has a hundred people in it where they pay him 
money so they can follow along to his class that's either 30 minutes or 60 minutes the guy is a workhorse like he's already a workhorse when it comes to just a regular day but this quarantine has made him just go completely nuts in terms of his productivity levels because that's just the type of person he is and a lot of people will compare it uh compare themselves to him like i'm the same way i i'm looking at him and i'm like shit why am i not doing that right but it's not what I really want to accomplish. My my pro, like what I want to accomplish during this time is, it's like what you said, something that isn't related to how I like my actual career, how I actually make money right now. I'm trying to focus more on the music. I'm trying to focus more on the YouTube side of things. I'm trying to focus on stuff I didn't have enough time for that I really wanted to do and make my full time job more the hobby type thing, right? Yeah. I think productivity doesn't doesn't mean necessarily monetization. Yeah. And thing. I mean, if if and one of the things I would like to do is improve on my meditation skills, my practice. So that's I'm not going to make money off of that. Right. But I'm going to be a happier person for that. And yeah. There, it's worth doing. Um, and if if it has a routine along it that says. At four o'clock, this is what I do. Or at eight o'clock, this is what I do. Then it's it's part of a routine, and it's going to help me get ready for the end of the pandemic and being in routine. Yeah. But because I don't always have time in the day to day world to work on my meditation practice, so why not use this time for that? Um, yeah. I, I I don't discredit our friend for his work on financial gain but it seems that that's what it's really all about you know and and he wants to be in con com, uh, contest mode and, and be ready for competitions that are not going to happen for at least six to eight months because the whole competition thing is going to have to be on hold yeah it's not just like all, all those, those uh, great chances to watch other people and, and to take part in the competition and those things, they can't just start up like that again uh, because 99% of the people who do compete haven't had access to full facilities to be able to okay. work. Um, so I, 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 can, I can say that's great for you, and I, I hope he's happy doing that. Yeah. Uh, got a great smile. I think he's happy. So, uh, uh, but for me, I want to slowly chip away physically at what I need to do. Yeah. But use the time for other things. Um, and I think yeah. we can't, can't judge ourselves or others in that respect, you know. But I, I would recommend to anybody to don't let the time just slip away in a yeah. TV because we can use this to uh, to grow and change culturally as well. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of living if you're not, or what's the point of life if you're not living it at some point, yeah. right? Yeah. And maybe, and I, I, again, we don't discredit the people that, maybe it is your goal to watch every movie possible. Yeah. You know, I when I was younger, I had a book uh, that was called A Thousand and One Movies You Have to Watch Before You Die. Yeah. And alongside of it was this little booklet that you could actually review each movie. So I was like, 
I'm going to watch every single movie now and I'm going to review it because that's what I want to do. And obviously I didn't, I watched like 50 of the movies maybe, but if that's what you actually enjoy doing, if you want it to be that person that reviews movies, or if you want to watch every movie and that's product uh, productive to you, do it. I mean, it's your best interest. You know yourself the best. You have to really though, sit down and look at yourself and say, is this the best use of my time for what I'm trying to accomplish? If it is, great. If it's not, figure out how you can do something a little bit better. Yeah. Not major. Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes a day. Something that will make you a little bit better. Think so. I, yeah, there was just one more thing I actually... You were talking about shipping away, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's important because I think I said I wanted to get into mobility routines of like 30 minutes a day to an hour a day. I'm not doing that. I did it once, and then I was like, "That was it's too much what happens when I go back to normal. But if it's like five minutes a day and you build up, I think people forget to realize that after, I think it's 17 or 21 days, you build a habit, you build a routine. And that routine, if you continue doing it, will just stay in place. So if it's your routine, which it is one of my goals now, and I've been doing it so far, is to floss every morning, it's like three extra minutes out of my day, but if I do that for the rest of this quarantine, when I get back to work, I'm not just going to rush out the door. I'll wake up three minutes earlier so I can actually floss my teeth because it's part of the routine. Now. Yeah. I will wake up 10 minutes earlier so I can actually get my morning stretch in and do that t- five, 10 minutes of mobility. I will go to bed. Uh, I'll turn off my computer or my phone five minutes earlier so I can stretch before bed. Right. Exactly. So use this time wisely enough that you know, if there is something that you want to throw into your day, even if it's an hour of producing music, an hour of drawing, an hour of fashion design, I'm talking about myself here, um, that you actually force yourself that extra hour to do it so you can do it every night when you get back from or get back to regular life instead of watching Netflix. Yeah. Good. That's pretty much it. Yeah. There we go. I, I have nothing else to add. I, I think this is this is. That's cool. it. Oh, one more thing, actually, because I saw a great video. Sorry. I did see a great video of this today. Um, Don't burn out. Don't, like, a lot of people might be doing great right now and 12 hours a day of work, and they're being crazy, crazy productive. Um, But you will burn out at some point if that's the case. Or you will get discouraged because you were so productive yesterday, but now today is just nothing. And you will get discouraged because of that. Don't let yourself fall into that routine. If you know you're that type of person where you can go crazy workhorse to I burnt out to I'm discouraged and depressed now, set an actual schedule. Again, set an actual schedule so you know that you can do, instead of 12 hours of work, you do eight hours of work a day. And then you take the weekends off so you always have something to do every day, right? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Now that's it. Good. Thank you guys for watching. Hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. Take care. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments below. DM Walter or I. And we will see you next time.